You want to know what we're talking about on High on Sports? Well, let me tell you. The Eagles and the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about the great playoff game and a little about the not-so-great playoff game. The Tennessee Titans have hired a brand-new coach. His name is Mike Vrabel. We'll talk about him if we're able. Also, the Nashville Predators are on a roll. And we'll row with them. And last but not least, rapid-fire questions. All ahead on... Tennessee. Actually, it's not that beautiful. It's been sort of partly cloudy, but a beautiful weekend of football along with Willie and Russ. I'm Swamp. Thank you for joining us. This portion of the show is sponsored again by nobody, but we will change that. The New England Patriots, as sick as it might make you feel, uh, did it again, and they did it in grand style in the second half, but where were they in the first half? Nah. The the Jaguars had their number in the first half. At halftime, I was really, really thinking, though, maybe they could pull this thing out. I still don't agree with uh, the Jaguars just kneeing the ball at the end of the first half. I mean, 53 seconds, two timeouts. You've got to at least go for three. Stomp them. That is a rookie coach in the playoffs to me. I agree. You've got to try to get some points there, at least three. At least dabble a little bit, try to run it up the field, maybe get five, six yards, and go from there. But just to take a knee, that's kind of ridiculous. That it was. I think they also got away from their their man coverage that they were playing in the first half. They looked to play more zone, which opened it up a little more for the Patriots receivers just to kind of sit and get behind the linebackers a little bit. I think that opened it up for them in the second half. Yeah, and the most accurate quarterback in the history of the league – I mean, it's, well, there's a reason he's the most accurate in the second half. They brought the deflated footballs back out in the second half. <laughs> they did. Yeah, his hand was hurting, so they deflated him a little bit. I mean, you think about it. They came out and won in the second half without Gronkowski, who um, got another concussion. That was a smack, how can you, too. All right, how can you tell if Gronkowski's got a, got a concussion? You can tell that time. You see, he got up. He looked like he was been out all night drinking. He's dumb as a rock, though. When you take him over the sidelines, you Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go pretty back good. <laughs> where okay, where are in. we right now? I swear uh, I saw Jaguar or something out there. <laughs> are we in California? I love it here. Why is this called New England? Where's the old one at? I, I think Grunk actually being out kind of threw the Jaguars defense off a little bit. I think you prepare for something all week. And then all of a sudden it's not there. It's kind of kind of like when a new quarterback comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not yeah. prepared for that actual 
uh, action to happen. And I think that's kind of why they went to a zone because um, they Chimes. were playing pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Chimes. <laughs> they were playing good defense. They were playing Grunk underneath, playing that follow technique where they had a linebacker or a DB following him in the front and playing him over the top. I just think it threw him off in the second and Brady half. Brady was actually getting sacked. Yeah, they were they were putting pressure on him in the first half. The second half, the pressure was gone. The defensive line, I don't know what they were doing. They didn't uh, – If I don't know. It looked like to me they quit their – they quit their blitzing. I mean, they were they were putting they were bringing some linebackers in the first half and getting to him. They got careful in the second half. Yeah, I think they were playing not to lose in the second half instead of playing to win. Maybe they changed it because they like okay, Gronk's not in there. We were already getting to him, but I, it doesn't make sense why the defense would would not play as well in the second half. Yeah, but you see that all the time though. Team gets a lead and they're playing. They were scared. Let's not lose the lead. Instead of let's just get some more points. I mean, Bortles didn't play bad. I, you have to admit that he played. He played great until the mid of the fourth quarter, and then I think he realized where he was. Yeah, and yeah. then uh oh, I might go to the Super Bowl. Uh oh, I'm Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. You know, Gronk didn't know who the quarterback was when they brought him. <laughs> it's like Fran Tarkenton back there. <laughs> but I love football. And I, I think I know a little bit about football, but I wish I could just figure out the game like Bill Belichick does at halftime. That's amazing. I mean, this is this. I, I believe that they feel that we're going to win. We're down by however many points, a hundred points, but we're still going to win because that's that's what we do. We win, and that's what they did. Yeah, I think that maybe separates him from everybody else. As he looks at it and says. All right, I found some weaknesses and I'm going to go after it. Where sometimes a coach is like, "We're doing well, we'll stay with it. Just keep going, keep keep plugging away, keep plugging away." Yep. And he's like, "Hey, they're giving us this look. They give it to us again. We're going to do this. Yep. We're going to do this instead of just sitting back." That's why he's the best. That's why he's going to be the Browns coach next year. Speaking of looks, you look at Doug Marone's face in the second half. The sunglasses scared. are gone. He, he doesn't have scared. that cool. He looked scared. He did. Looked yeah. like a deer in headlights. In that fourth quarter, about halfway through the fourth quarter, they kept showing him his. He looked like he was. I don't know mm. what I'm doing. Well, he didn't. A little trivia for you. Uh, you know who his father-in-law is, don't you? Oh uh, wait, you told me this. Hang on. What? Boots Donnelly. Boots Donnelly. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Wow. Boots Donnelly. He's we, married to uh, Boots' daughter. Isn't obviously. her name Kelly Donnelly or something like that? I believe it's Helen. Helen. Yeah. Her. We root for boots. That's cool. Um, I know that uh, the NFL has taken a big, as much as the NFL hates the New England Patriots, I know they took a deep gas to know that the Patriots are actually going to be in the Super Bowl as opposed to the Jaguars. I don't know. I think the, I think the league wanted them in there because this is the one gripe. And I, I don't like, I, I'm not a Patriots fan, but they had one freaking penalty the whole game. Come on. That well, pass interference penalty that kind of sparked them. Was was bogus. Yeah. yeah, I mean they were both hand fighting, pushing a little bit. You you can't call that right there. And the one penalty they had on special teams. That's sweet. Come on. There wasn't any holding though. They never hold. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's why. That's the part that bugged me. I mean Jacksonville had ninety eight yards of penalties. Uh, not, I mean, not pretty clean game for both teams, but one penalty. Well, Jacksonville was pretty chippy in the no. first half. Yeah. They were bringing it, but I they think were they just ran it. out of steam at the, in the second half. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, they didn't make adjustments, like you said. They, hey, whatever we're doing is working, let's just keep doing it. Yep, we're going to the Super Bowl. And Belichick's like, yeah, keep on doing it, guys, because we've already figured you out. One, Bel- go ahead. 
Belichick was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> All three phases of the game, we played well. Someone who did not play well, regrettably, is the Minnesota Vikings, who had a chance to play in their own backyard in St. Paul uh, in the Super Bowl and failed to do so. That was just brutal. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought it would be a close game. Uh, Nick Foles, he just wore it out yesterday. I mean, he was tearing it up, throwing it downfield. Um, I liked how they started him out. You know, if you watch the beginning of the game, to build his confidence, they would get him short routes, outs, ins, kind of little play actions, kind of get him in a rhythm. Once he got in that rhythm, he was gone. Did y'all get my voice text that I sent you? Yeah. Skull yes, I did. That I, was the only time you heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Well, the way I sum that game up is the Vikings came in thinking – they were they were going to win that game. They were well, they, they peaked. They already they already won their Super Bowl when they got that last second yeah. play. And the, the Eagles came to win that game. I mean, they just I, I think the Vikings thought, hey, we've you know we we're the Destiny's team. You know, we've we had that big play at the mm-hmm. end of the game. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to win. It's Destiny. We're supposed to play at home. And they just didn't show up. The Eagles just hit yeah. them in the mouth. I agree. Constantly. I think the uh, the best play of the game was Derek Barnett by far. That was sweet. That was a great play. Vol for life. Uh, right. Setting the Eagles straight and sending them to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It's sort of like the Revolutionary War Super Bowl. As you got both <laughs> the right. famous cities of the Revolutionary War. The Patriots and the Eagles. The pa- well, you got New England and you got uh, Philadelphia. That's right. I saw uh, something on Twitter today. Somebody posted a picture and said, can we have a throwback Super Bowl? Ah, that's cool with the uniforms. With the old uniforms, yeah. that would be awesome. Hey, I've got Absolutely. a stat right here. This is pretty cool. Um, stat of the day, or is it just a stat? Yeah, stat of the day. Indoor teams playing conference championships game games outdoors are O and thirteen. That's spectacular. That is awesome. That's so, why we don't need to build traditional indoor to, teams who play outdoors are zero and thirteen in conference championship games. That's why the Titans need, if we get a new stadium, need to build a retractable roof. That's right. So we're not a dome team. <laughs> that's right. Well, that makes sense. But these both of these teams are outdoor teams. So who's going to win? No, I'm just talking about the the Vikings coming into Philadelphia. Mm. That was they were destined to lose, according to that stat. Because before last night it was zero twelve, and then after last night it was zero thirteen. Uh, I hate to say it, Belichick's got two weeks. That's going to be tough. Two weeks to prepare for the Eagles. Does anybody know what the line is? Um, I haven't yet. seen a line yet. I don't think they they probably won't get that. early lines. Let's see. I don't think they have them yet. But I would at least think it's over seven. You think so? Yeah. I'd probably go five and a half. That's what I was thinking, five and a half, six. Over, under, probably 45. Not that this is interest anybody, but the cat is eating the dog food. That is spectacular. <laughs> <clears throat> we will send a picture out. All right. You're listening to Highland Sports. We're going to have some. Oh, uh, hold on. I got an early line. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Early line, five. New England minus five. All right. Go ahead. Say it. Boom, Told you. Boom. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back and talk about. Uh, we're going to do our picks. Well, no, we might do wait till next week to do our picks about the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, we'll do those next week. The Tennessee Titans have a new coach with Ohio State background. Mike Vrabel is moving to Nashville. He and Herb Street can hang out and play golf. Uh, we'll talk about that and have uh, Russ's uh, Spitfire questions. 
Is that what we call them? Rapid, rapid fire. It doesn't matter. Anyway, anyway you're, listening something to, fire. you're listening to Highland Sports. You're listening to High on Sports. All right, welcome back to High on Sports. As we got a new coach here for the Tennessee Titans. His name is Mike Vrabel. He replaces Mike Malarkey, who couldn't keep his coaches, so he got the boot. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. 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 Mike Vrabel. Never been a head coach. Where did he come from? Houston. Houston Texans. Defensive coordinator, correct? Correct. Uh, He played college football at the Ohio State University. He's six foot four, two hundred and sixty-one pounds. Ding. <laughs> Mike Vrabel is coming in here. The team is pretty decent. I heard a rumor that they're going to be bringing in an offensive coordinator that could really help Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I think uh, basically at his press conference today, he said he's going to form that offense around what Mariota's strengths are, which is obviously getting outside of the pocket. Um, play action, uh, probably some rollouts. I, I would imagine they'll probably stick to some of the spread. Chimes. Chimes. It's going to be interesting to see who he brings in. Uh, somebody at the press conference today um, brought up, uh, what was the Ole Miss's coach? He freeze. He freeze. <laughs> That's pretty much what I said. I'd, like, say, really? he's, I'd he say he's busy right now. Uh, one of the rumors I've heard <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say one of the rumors out there right now, which I'll believe it when I see it, Miles on from Auburn, because he runs that style. He he does like to play a little smash mouth running with the spread, but I'll believe that when I see it. I don't think it'll happen either. From the person I've heard is the uh, co offensive coordinator from Ohio State. His last name is Day, I believe. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And uh, he's actually coached under Chip Kelly. That's coached. that's the guy I heard about. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy I heard about. Yeah, he, now he didn't coach him in Oregon, but he coached under Kelly. He never coached Mariota at all, but mm-hmm. he coached under Kelly and knows that kind of right, offense. Right. So, you, you know, the crazy thing about Mike Vrabel is that we are all older than he is. That's yep. outstanding. Yep. Maybe we can go hang out later. He last played in the league what, we'll in two thousand ten. That two thousand ten. He started with the guides team, and then he went to New England. And then he went to the Kansas City Chiefs, which is the football graveyard. He started with the Steelers? That's right. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, he had a 1997. Yeah, he uh, oh, yeah. didn't play a whole lot with him, so he took uh, less money to go to New England. I guess that worked out for him. Mm-hmm. He was in one Pro, Bur- Pro Bowl. He was uh, first-team All-Pro 2007. He won three Super Bowls. He was on the New England Patriots 50th anniversary team. Yeah, he was a good Patriots player, but not like an Hall right. of Famer. I anymore. remember seeing his name on the back of his uniform, so I'm sure that was him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but number More 50, right? Uh, the the uh, Dick is gone. 
Yeah, they, Dick LeBeau, uh, I don't think they would keep him. I mean, I think you're bringing in a defensive head coach. He's probably not going to keep the defensive coordinator from the previous staff. Oh, did they, so they did get rid of LeBeau? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did today. Uh, I, I, I mean, I like LeBeau. Do you think he'll coach somewhere else? No, I think he's done. I think he's going to retire. I mean, I think based on what Vrabel was saying today in his press conference, you know, he's not going to – be hemmed into a particular type of defense, not a 3-4, not a 4-3. He basically is going to take that New England philosophy, which is we're going to line up with the best guys out there and put them in position to win a football game, whether it be a five-man front, three-man front, over-the-top coverage, whatever he needs to do, that's what they're going to do. I didn't – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, I, would, I didn't listen to his press conference. It was on the radio, but I listened to a couple of uh, blurbs on Twitter um, he kind of a fire fired up guy, you know. I mean, of course, all head coaches do, but I mean, he you know he's a younger dude, so he comes in and sounds pretty good. I mean, he's he, been around some good coaches. He, I mean, his college coach yeah. was Urban Meyer, and and he coached under Meyer. He coached under Meyer, and of course, he was with Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien. And uh, he played if he played for the Steelers back in the day, he played under Cower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninety-seven, it would have been Cower. Anyway, we also have to bring this up about Mr. Vrabel because this is high on sports. <laughs> That's right. Um, we always like to bring out the ups and the downs. Of course, March 2011, he was charged and arrested with a Class D felony for theft. And what he stole was beer. Who hasn't stole beer? I mean, you've got to have beer no matter what. That's okay with me. Mm-hmm. He Well, you know, that's... I've stole liquor. I've never stole beer. I actually saw a guy on Twitter say that they shouldn't hire him because of that. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that guy must drink wine coolers. <laughs> yeah. Splitzers. Yeah. And then Zima. he said, hand me my Bartles and James. Will you bring me my Zima, please? My B&J. <laughs> i tell you what, one more one more thing before we go. One thing I would really Where like. Where are we going? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe we were going to go walking around for a minute. One thing I liked about what he said today at the press conference, too, is he, he expressed that he can sit in a room and talk to each one of those players because he's been in each one of those each one of their <laughs> shoes. You know, he's been the, the guy that hasn't started. He's been the rookie. He's been the old vet hanging on. So I think that's going to be a positive as well. He's going to be able to communicate and really relate to the players, um, which is what we really need here. I think that probably is what's been missing here a little bit with our coaching staff. Yeah. I think it's good for the Titans. I mean, I really do. I think the fans are going to get back in it. I'm not a Titans fan, but I think it's going to be good for them. I think you're going to see a full stadium next next summer. Um, you know, hey, in, in April, this isn't coaching related, but they're going to have their unveiling of their new uniforms. The Titans? Yep. I wonder what they're going to look like. I don't know. They said they're going for a full – I mean, it, nothing's going to be the same. Great, because I didn't like that uniform. Yeah, that's why I'm not a Titans fan, it's uniforms. Yeah, if their uniforms are good, I'm well, still not going to like them. But. No, it's, I'm really into football fashion. <laughs> Speaking of a segue, Bill O'Brien, segue over. I just read today, and y'all might have seen this, I don't know, but HBO Films is going to be coming out with a movie called Paterno. Oh, yeah. And Al Pacino is going to be Joe Paterno. I've, I've seen the I commercial. I've seen that. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about that, even though it's a totally disgusting, depressing story. Yeah, uh, have you seen the Have you seen the commercials for they that? Sh- yeah, no. They show this kind of creepy. Well, actually, I did. Actually, I watched it today. The guy who's playing uh, Sandusky. Sandusky. 
they show him it's it's creepy as hell walking a boy into the shower no they he's going into an elevator and he's got his arm around the little kid as the elevator door shut and he's got a grin on his face it's so oh God, freaking that's creepy terrible. Yeah. Well, oh you know God. what they should have I mean yeah they have to do that right, but I mean it's just, creepy let's get as hell. off that that's impressive yeah. even though he's an old dude they should have let each one of those parents take at least one minute with that guy razor yeah. razor slices Anyway, congratulations to the Tennessee Titans on their new coach. They hired him quickly. Hopefully he'll work out. But I think it's about time to talk about another Nashville team, the one that uh, most people actually like, and that is the Nashville Cousins. You've been listening to Hound Sports. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, A new episode is right around the corner. Have fun, everybody.